Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of HP Critical, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm Drell, and if I sound a little bit different, it's because I'm sick this week, so I apologize. You know, I'm much more happy and hyper usually. Sorry, y'all, you just gotta deal with it. Yeah, and I'm joined by Brandon. What's up, guys? And the Kelsmeister. That's me, apparently. Okay, first time hearing of Kelsmeister, but all right. Uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> and eventually, maybe Gabe will join us. And of course, we're going to bring you all things gaming and entertainment. It's going to be really fast, in your face, lots of stuff. So I'm going to just go ahead and get started with. <laughs> no, God, no. In your face. I won in the face, man. Drell, would you like to shoot? <laughs> I, I, I don't know why, but do you guys remember that one Xbox conference they had the Milo thing where they like gave him the, the, the paper and then he grabbed it in the game? That's what I was thinking of just now when she handed the paper. Oh, yeah. That thing that just doesn't exist. But anyway, that's another story. I started this so wrong, so I'm going to just go ahead and keep going. Uh, Game of Thrones is returning with the first teaser of House of the Dragon. I didn't watch. Oh, is there an actual teaser? Yes. Brand oh, well, that's new. So I, I, yes. I just thought it was just that, that, that I got to eat. Like, I was mentioning before the podcast recorded that I got an email about, like, hey, uh, House of the Dragon is coming. I was like, oh, yeah, that thing I knew about. Logo's cool. I didn't know there was a teaser. I got I to gotta go see that. Kelly, did you watch it? Uh, I'm watching it right now. <laughs> um, I didn't. No, I've been at work all day. No, it's totally fine. I just, it's totally fine. I wasn't. I was gonna ask your opinions on it, but we can just whatever. For anyone listening, it's coming I mean, out. Targaryens Let us know what are you sexy. Think. Kelly C. Targaryens are sexy. Let's That's go. Pretty much all you need to know. Yeah. Um. Anybody tried New World, the game, the Amazon mm. MMO? Is that Gabe? He's the only one. Yeah, I think did, did he one. try it? I don't I, even know. I, I think he did try it. Okay. I think he did try it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess we'll wait until he gets here to discuss that one. Wow, this is just great. Pokemon Unite, <laughs> Brandon. Yes. What about Sylveon, Pokemon Unite? Sylveon's coming to Pokemon Unite. How does that make you feel? Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I gotta be honest, because I've been trying to like steamroll through Age of Clown before Dread comes out, which I mean, I'm on the last mission of Age of Clown. I'm not gonna be quite finished in time. Uh, United's been kind of on the back burner. I do want to get back to it like after I catch up on at least that. But uh, I mean, that's exciting. I like Sovians if you have a very cute Pokemon. I totally haven't tried Mamoswine yet, which was the last Pokemon they put in the game. But that's cool. Looking forward to who they'll do after Sylveon, because obviously they're not stopping updates in this game anytime soon. I stopped playing and then I downloaded it on my phone and it's beautiful on my phone. So I played again because it's on my phone and it plays better on my phone than it does on my switch, which is ridiculous. And since we're on Pokemon, <laughs> the Pokemon yeah. company and universal studios, Japan are teaming up to create a new revolutionary theme park experience with Pokemon. Yay. Wow. Um, I mean, that's so, okay. So that's cool. <laughs> that is cool because you know, Universal Japan already has the Mario and they confirmed that 2024, I think, was it, that they're getting the Donkey Kong stuff. So Pokemon, that's cool. But at the same time, I mean, if Donkey Kong's not coming out to 2024 for Universal Japan and they're just now saying, hey, Pokemon's coming too, when is this happening? It's like, this seems, this is like a very long, long term, this is going to be something really cool. I mean, I also got to get to Japan to do all this stuff. So there's that too, but. Cool. Brandon. Eventually. What's up? Why you couldn't just stay positive, bro? <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I love I love Pokemon. Never and, when, out. And, and, and when this, I didn't say it was never coming out. That is not what I said, sir. <laughs> That's what I heard. I it, when it comes out, I will hopefully be able to make a trip to Japan to go to this. I haven't even gotten to see Super Mario uh, Super Nintendo World yet because that came out right when this. Uh, you know, we can't go. We still can't go to Japan right now, man. It's like never mind the money it would take to, for me to do a trip there. I literally cannot go. So there's that. Brandon, you can you can afford to go there based off of what you make at HP Critical. Oh yeah, the, the, the big... you guys are getting paid. <laughs> Is that a segue? I think she set us up for a segue. Not for one that... that I was prepared for, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Animal Crossing: New Horizons new content showcases next week on October fifteenth. Kylie, did you ever play Animal Crossing? No. Brandon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know that you have. Are you excited for this update? I have to talk about Hell this before yeah. game gets here because he's just gonna talk shit about animals. Yeah, Crossing. for real. Yeah, no, no, I'm definitely excited. I get to see my boy Brewster come back. Like, I, I, I legitimately have been uh, looking forward to the roost coming to Animal Crossing. It's, it's never been like a big deal, but it's something I always like doing. Like, whenever I checked into my village, I'd be like, I'm gonna go for some morning coffee and just talk to Brewster. He'll usually have a new dialogue to say. Um. I'm hoping it gets expanded for New Horizons. But really, you know, the roost is something we've been asking for for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> it is for a long time. But I maintain that if they're doing like a full 20-minute Animal Crossing Direct, instead of just dropping, hey, the roost is coming in the last big Nintendo Direct, there has to be something more than just the roost. Even if it's one thing, there has to be something else. And I'm, I'm excited to see what it is. Like, um, if an update is big enough, it, it, like the Animal Crossing, historically, I have gone back to the series. Like, New Leaf, I, I will say that I dropped it for a while. Then they dropped that big-ass Welcome Amiibo update, and I was playing it again for a solid five months before I eventually dropped it again. So if it's big enough, it'll probably get me back for a little while. Looking it has forward to, to it. be big because I'm not going to come back for some coffee. There has yes, you will. to be more. Okay, fine. I'll come back for like a day, <laughs> maybe a week. That's all I need you, man. I need you. I need, I need us all to have a coffee date in Animal Crossing. That's all I'm looking I for. I need man. them to bring more to this game to bring it alive again, or else it's going to end up like Gearbox Software. God. <laughs> because president the previous president randy pitchford um has moved to head up gear gearbox studios team um the former chief technology officer steve jones takes over as studio president as pitchford moves to head up gearbox studios this is from vg247.com by don pepiet uh the developer responsible for borderland series brothers in arms battleborn and more besides has a new president as founder and ceo randy pitchford steps away from the role to head up parent company the gearbox entertainment company i have mm -hmm. absolutely no idea what's going to go on with the gearbox entertainment company i don't know if this is um going to be movies or whatever but there's a, seg a segment here that says the first major project emerging from the explosive transmedia business will be the upcoming borderlands movie that stars kate blanchett jamie lee curtis kevin hart ariana greenblatt florian montanu and jack black wow jack black is going to be in two movies holy two shit. big video game movies that's that's nuts uh, uh they're both gonna be big yes well i mean like, i would say that the franchises are pretty big but i don't know if the movies will sell i mean i would consider them big it's 
I don't know about the more big franchise, like a big franchise. Like, is it one of those that people say is a big franchise? I don't, I don't. Hear yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. It's, it's if you if you're someone that's into gaming, it's something you've probably heard at least yeah. once. But if you but if you're not, then yeah, I suppose it's not. I guess like, we are kind of biased because I know a lot yeah. of video games. So, but like, yeah, we my parents would be like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, exactly. no idea, what the fuck know? is the Borderlands? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows Mario, but Mario. everyone knows Mario. Yes, exactly. Everyone knows Mario. Everything's a Nintendo. Right. And Nintendo's a Mario from Mario, so you know it's gonna work. Mario, out. Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> that was so cute. Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier has a new gameplay trailer out because obviously the Tokyo Game Show happened and there's a lot of stuff that happened there. Um, are, you, are you guys, it's, it's the Battle Royale mobile game that essentially tells the story of Final Fantasy VII. Um, I think, oh, I should read. Uh, but um, would you guys play Final Fantasy VII mobile version? That's I'll nice. be honest. So I'll be honest with you, because I actually did play the open beta of this game, and after playing the open beta, I really enjoyed it. But it's just not something I'd want to play on mobile. If I'm just being perfectly honest, I think it's. I think they actually did a pretty good job of tailoring this battle royale game to mobile devices. I think a lot of people are going to have fun with it, um, but I just don't want to. I just really, I would just like for for this kind of game, I just would really help be holding a controller, and and playing this. I don't care where it goes. It can go on. PC, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox. I don't really care. I just don't want to play this on my phone. I'm just... But if it does come to consoles, or hell, even PC, then sure, I'll, I'll, I'll play it. It's it, it was fun enough. You can play it on your Steam Deck. I mean, that's an option. Yeah. <laughs> Steam Deck. Yeah. What did you yeah. have? You can. I, I, I mean, if I was getting one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> It sure, it'd be an option for that scene. I don't know, but Kelly, does a Final Fantasy Seven, um, uh, what did I call it? A battle royale. Thank you. Does a Final Fantasy Seven battle royale sound fun? To um, you? I don't know. Like I, so like now that I'm kind of well, not kind of now that I'm really into Final Fantasy fourteen, I feel like I'd be more open to it. Whereas. At any other time in history, you would have not have caught me dead playing that. Um, I feel like I want Final Fantasy fourteen on the go. So if this was even any semblance of that, I sure. But um, realistically, I don't know. I I am looking for mobile games, I guess, uh, for when I travel. Um, and I will be getting a Steam Deck, so you know. Did you finish oh. Final Fantasy seven? Oh, go ahead. No, I have not. I'm sorry. This I'm wasn't. Sorry. <laughs> this wasn't on. This wasn't on the uh, on on our news list. But I just wanted to bring it up really quickly because it's I guess tangentially to like a Square Enix game. Uh, Japan, I think, recently confirmed that uh, the release date for the Final Fantasy X offline game is supposed to be like February 2022 for like uh, I think it was PC, Switch, PS4. But it didn't get a localization announcement. Still, you know. There was that big Dragon Quest presentation a few months ago. They also all that stuff, including Dragon Quest 12. 10 and offline was one of those things, but they didn't give a date. Now they have, but it's only in Japan. And I'm just I'm just wondering what's taking them so long because this has this is this has to be the way that we get 10 in the West because they're not bringing this M- whole ass MMO over when 14 is right there. They don't have enough confidence in the Dragon Quest brand in the West to do a full MMO. 
But if this is an offline version that's just like summarizing the story, I think that's be the only way that fans of the West could realistically hope to get 10. I just really hope a date gets announced soon. That's just me. Well, <clears throat> I was going to make a segue there, but I'll save it for later. Um, Amazon takes aim at New World AFK abusers. This is PCGamer.com. A new AFK detection system is being rolled out to help reduce the strain on overloaded servers. Uh, this game, when it came out, like they basically Amazon couldn't handle it. There were too many people playing at one time. Um, we 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 had something very similar happen with um, Final Fantasy fourteen when uh, Asmund Gold decided to switch from World of Warcraft to Final Fantasy. Him and a bunch of like big time streamers switched over. Everything was lagging. Everything was horrible. Like it was just a shit show. Um, and they were able to fix it. So I don't know if, you know, Amazon is figuring something out on the back end, but um, they have apparently decided to look into AFK abusers. Um, here's a quote from that article. Uh, we have seen a lot of frustration around individuals who may be artificially remaining active enough in service to avoid the automatic AFK mitigation that is built into New World. We certainly agree that this is not acceptable behavior, especially when there are droves of individuals who are waiting patiently to get into a world. We've created a new solution to help us identify and take action against bad faith AFK players. We will not disclose the details of how the solution works. But we mm. will say that we may that we have every confidence that players who are playing New World normally will not experience any issues. Um, initially, being caught by our detection solution will result in a quick kick to the main menu. If the behavior continues, more harsh penalties will be applied. How do you guys feel about that? It sounds uh, good on paper, yeah. but um, I just wonder why they're being. I mean. I guess it'd be either way, but I'm wondering why they're being so coy with the details in regards to what it is they're going to do exactly. Maybe so that's people something we'll, won't figure well, out a solution, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, so I, I guess so. People have already, because um, I, I know a couple of people playing New World that I follow, like streamers, and they were um, like saying that they saw people just standing there and like auto hitting, because if you're moving and stuff, you're not going to get kicked. And that happens in a lot of games. Like mm, I see okay. people doing that in dead by daylight and any game, you can pretty much do that. Um, just have it to auto hit every once in a while. And I think that's how people are already getting around it. But I wonder if it will catch people doing that as well. But I thought they had fixed a lot of their server issues. Cause I don't think people are still waiting, you know, thousands of positions to, get into this game anymore or, or are they i don't know no one's been bitching about it lately so i haven't kept up i mean it. this was from three days ago and i okay. did see a story that said that they were working on a way to fix yeah. the server so um i'm not up to date on whether it happened or not yet i'm hoping so because there's probably still a queue i mean most games at least have something yeah, but yeah. um I don't think it's as bad because I haven't seen like I said everybody was like so whining about the servers and I was like just whatever <laughs> i mean you know final fantasy 14 did a good job at addressing and fixing the issue so hopefully amazon yeah. uh follows suit. yeah um <laughs> trolley the gummies is giving away 20 gummy worm themed xbox series s consoles and i don't know why so okay. go apply however and win an xbox series s i guess i don't know <laughs> sure. uh, so wait they're giving the s 
not the X, the S, Xbox Series S. Yes. So the the shitty one, like what? Yep, the shitty one that looks like a, a speaker. That one. It's yeah, black one. and it has like a blue and pink side. It's like spray painted blue and pink and black. And you can get one. For Wait, free. it's it's truly it's truly colored. Yeah, black and pink. It's I'm wow. sorry, it's black with a blue and a pink side. Okay. I can like, like I can the do dueling gummy worms. I, I okay. can literally spray paint it for you if you'd like. Yeah, I can do this, but I won't because you can get it for free. <laughs> <laughs> so go apply uh, mario party superstars site is offering 100 my nintendo platinum points because the game is coming out soon isn't it i don't know yeah it's coming at the end of october what i do know is that the dragon quest composer koichi sugiyama has died sad times i also heard some really bad things about him so yeah like okay so go ahead brandon i won't go into too much detail but um only thing I knew about this guy, you know, uh, regards to his career and whatnot, was that he was very greedy when it came to his music. Like he, like the reason why Dragon Quest music very rarely changes from game to game is just because he's very protective of his soundtracks and like even in Smash, the I, the main reason we didn't get like any remixes for the Dragon Quest music was because of him. And yeah, he's 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 just been known to be pretty. Uh, overprotective of his music to the point of like uh, greed but yeah there's like way worse things i found out about today as a you know as a result of uh his passing Same. like it's 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 pretty gross like i don't know if i want to even say it on, the, on this podcast it's, it's something you can look up but like and it's causing a lot of people to be split between um oh you know we shouldn't speak ill of the dead or good fucking riddance it's just like <laughs> talking about I mean, the biggest one, we're talking about the untimely death of the Dragon Quest composer, Koichi Sugiyama. Also, I had a bunch of stuff that I was waiting on you to come on for, because this is basically a gay podcast. Everything oh, fuck yeah, like the things that you're talking about. And because you're here, I'm going to go ahead and not talk about him, you know, uh, pretending that war crimes never happened, because that's his whole spiel, among other things. Yep. And we're just going to keep going. Things. <laughs> we're just gonna keep going uh gabe you've tried new world how you how you liking it fucking tits man sorry that's not a way to come into the podcast i'm, I'm enjoying sure that's a good thing okay it's it's I, well i mean the last time i used it's tits it was a good thing so <laughs> context clues guys um ah, i like it it's this light is really bright um it's it's I don't want to come. The thing is, I don't want to compare it to other MMOs because that would then very it's like, I think. yeah, it's very different. But like, I'll, I'll say this though: I'm gonna shoot a negative before I shoot a positive. Um, obviously, I don't know if you've heard, but like, one of the recommendations for when before you boot up New World, they tell you make sure you have the most updated drivers for your GPU and whatnot. Something just fell. Whatever. But um, but then. Uh, apparently i found out that the way to bypass that like you don't need to update your drivers way to bypass that is you just uncap the fps limit in the settings so i don't know if that's going to help anybody and also when you start the game um the settings don't automatically read your computer's specs and whatnot it literally starts everything at a low quality so like i started up the game and i was like either my computer is a lot less powerful than i thought or this game is having serious visual issues um, so for anyone that's interested in playing the game, 
just make sure you work on settings before you actually start your adventure. It's very fun, though. Um, very big map. I've only been on one little side of it. There's three factions. Um, Covenant, Syndicate, and Marauders. Basically, Covenant is the religious group of the game. Syndicate is the scientist. Marauders is the... Um, we just go out and do whatever you want group. Uh, but it's pretty fun. I'm enjoying it. Uh, currently sitting at a level 13. I I do small grinds for like 30 minutes every time I come home from work. Um, Question. Huh? We were talking about the issues with the servers. Has that been fixed? I didn't even know it had issues with the servers. What issues did it have? Fair. No issues did it have. No, uh, I mean, like, I, I think I read somewhere where it said the servers were filling up quick. Yeah. They didn't have any, but I think by the time, because I literally bought the game the day of, and I played it, like, I think 10, 11 hours after I downloaded it on my computer. So that's 10, 11 hours after the game came out. And I didn't experience a single server problem. Like I don't have I don't have a waiting queue or anything. The 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 topic that we had discussed was that um a few days ago they had a AFK players who were just um as Kelly mentioned doing auto attacks so they wouldn't get kicked and it was not allowing new players to uh, load into over congested servers. So I guess they fixed it and added more servers because. I didn't get a single server is full or in a queue or anything. It's just right into the game. Well, speaking of right into the game, let's go right into the next topic, which is Elden Ring. Woohoo. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm not going to be sick next week. I hope and that I'll sound normal. Um, Elden Ring was at the Tokyo Game Show and there was a lot discussed about it, about the difficulty, about you, what you would be doing in it. Um, it was explained as a typical from software game with dark fantasy elements, but with several differences from the soul games. Um, it's supposed to be open world and it's seamlessly connected to several dungeons that you'll find throughout the game. Um, uh there has there are no indications like go to this dungeon next you're free to explore and go wherever you want um though sometimes you might be completely lost as to where to go next so there are features that will help you in times like those such as maps um game difficulty they mentioned that they would be lying if they said elden ring was easy but it's not like the game is hard just to be hard it is designed so you can feel a sense of accomplishment when succeeding in doing something or discovering something and the high difficulty is one of the ways to achieve that however there are several systems that make the game easier to help players like being able to summon allies there's also a stealth system like in Sekiro that lets you backstab and one-shot enemies to avoid harder frontal assaults and if the dungeon you've reached is too difficult you'll always be able to find easier dungeons to level at first and then go back or invite your friends as players this is from dualshockers.com written by ian agasa um that sounds basically like <laughs> sekiro souls games to me i don't know uh any thoughts on it before i move on game since you like those games i mean unless they actually have a difficulty change like on, on the option menu people are just going to bitch and moan about the game's difficulty then because literally everything you just said sounds exactly like a souls game like <laughs> that's what i, I don't like summoning allies been in, in since demon souls um not <coughs> doing different areas in different um orders also a dark souls thing so i don't the I mean, backstab thing, open world so i i feel like that might make it a little bit harder because 
I don't, I don't know. Until they tell us like what, like the save thing, how the save works or like if they have bonfires or like checkpoints, it's not really going to help because telling me it's open world is like, okay, unless I can save it, like I can in Breath of the Wild when I'm standing in the middle of a field, it's not really telling me anything. Um, but yeah, I don't. And the backstabbing thing, it's been in Dark Souls, I guess in Sekiro, they overpowered it a little bit, but literally everything you just mentioned is Dark Souls again. So all right so thursday december 9th is the game awards you probably won't see us all together watching it but i want to talk about what you guys think is going to be there what you'd like to see there and then we're going to go back into the news is that okay sure cool uh so yeah thursday december 9th the game awards uh anything you guys would like to see there Awards. One thing, one specific thing you'd like. One oh, I take that back. game you'd like to see there, if any. Oh, a game. Uh, yeah, because I have no idea what would be in the running for awards or whatever. Wait, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Quick question: Is it yeah. a specific game you'd want to see for an award or like as yeah. a trailer? No, uh, for an award. Okay. What game? Do oh, you for think an award. Oh, an never award mind. <laughs> at the game awards this year, just one game that you played that deserves an award from this year. Nothing. All right, we're gonna move on. I'm not gonna say Breath of the Wild. <laughs> my, my my vote is it takes two okay oh that's true i the only game that i played that was like new this year is resident evil village and i don't even really want to mention it because oh. it's so forgettable i mean everyone forgot about it you know what i, mean? I didn't like, forget about it damn yeah well in my mind all the time um well, she, I mean, they're not going to win an award for sexiest vampire woman. Um, you never know. The game awards, be the, they do I guess, you, you know, year. honestly, those graphics were amazing. It was a pretty good game. It's just like, I just, I feel like kind of, like I said, like I kind of forgot about it and I played it. Like, you know. Um, mine is going to be Endwalker when it comes out. Well, that gonna... that's an expansion though. Right. Okay. I'm not in November. Is that, is the cutoff date already happening? I don't know. Is no, but like it's expansion. 19th. I don't care. I still want to see it. Okay. November 19th? Is it, I don't, I'm asking if it's November, it's November 19th. It's November 19th, yeah, but like I said. Oh, okay, that's the cutoff. Okay. Okay. Um, well, no, the game okay. comes out November 19th, right? I have. To, I was talking about the extension. I actually don't know. <laughs> and Walker comes out on November 19th. And Walker, okay. I have no idea when the cutoff is for the new game awards. All I'm, okay, I'm just going to send my game. I, I hope uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits wins something. Sarah. All right. Aidas Montreal, the studio behind the new Guardians of the Galaxy game, is switching to a four-day work week. Um, it is believed to be the first AAA video game studio to make this shift, given how much competition there is for talent in Montreal these days. This will have a huge impact. That is from Jason Schreier's Twitter. Um, I think we talked about having a four-day work week, but uh, uh, what do they make? What games do they make? Aidas Montreal? Guardians yeah. um... of the Galaxy? But that's all they, i know but, for but, but didn't but didn't they also make deus ex the deus ex games i feel like that's what they also did yeah that sounds that sounds about right it would I make sense like, because that game also had like a lot of decision making as part of his gameplay but yeah tomb raider also which was great oh. now i'm gonna was it was that was that anos montreal that's what this says okay cool I, I'm, I'm gonna sound like a little bit of an asshole but uh I think they did shout out the Tomb Raider. I think maybe they should go to four-day work weeks after they fix Guardians of the Galaxy. What's to fix? No, oh. no, that game, 
That game hasn't come out yet. It is too soon to say that there's something to fix about that game. The whole game. <laughs> Just scrap I it. Have, I, I haven't I haven't seen oh all right. All right. I have I personally haven't seen I know you two don't like it. I this is document. I personally have not seen anything about the game that makes it need to be scrapped and just redone. That's just me. Bro, this is got uh, the Star Lord character. But legit. That's yeah, bad the enough. Voice to acting, the characters, the fact you can only control one of them. Like just just that's a, I, I, think, I, I think that's the, I don't think that's, that's the biggest thing for me. Thing. I don't think that's necessarily a bad I, thing. It's just when you have a game that's based off of a group, like if it was Guardians of the Galaxy Origins Star Lord, yeah, that makes sense. But it's Guardians of the Galaxy. That's like if you gave me, um, that's like if you gave me the Ultimate Alliance game, and you only let me play as Nick Fury or as (laughs) Captain America. Like I'm, I'm gonna be mad. You can't give me the cast of characters like that and then give me one person to control. That's like okay. For example, if they gave us, um. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. We know it's based off Breath of the Wild, and the only character we can play is Link. <laughs> like, even I would be mad, and Link is my favorite Zelda characters. It's just I don't I don't like when you introduce a big cast and there's only one playable character. It's like right. I feel you, but a uh, question. Sorry, the computer was dying. Um, how do we feel about AAA video game studios going four days work weeks? I'm assuming we all feel the same way. Yeah, it's a good thing for sure. Because yeah, we just uh I I I know I don't personally mind if the game takes a little longer to uh come out if the developers are, you know, not uh dying to work to make to I make their game. Hope that the people are getting paid the same. Right. Actually, same. I hope they're getting paid more because you're missing a well, day. Why would you well, I mean, why, I mean well, they're so, getting paid the same for the year? Like the yeah, salary. well. What what some what what some places will do is like you know the typical uh, five day work week for most people is like eight hours so forty hours a week. Um, but what some places will do is like if they only have them four days, they'll just work longer on those four days, like maybe a nine hour shift or a ten hour shift, but then only work those four days and have three days off. And that works for some people. Like my I have a cousin that I that, that he works a four day week and with just longer hours on his day, and he's good with it. Work? Are they hiring? <laughs> I tried that once and I was like, can I go home? <laughs> and they were like, nah, you gotta stay. it doesn't work for everyone. It really doesn't, but I just don't want to work. I mean, I mean so, yeah, like, I which is a great segue um that I'm not gonna yeah. use. Uh <laughs> I'm not gonna use it because first I'm gonna talk about Sora coming to Smash Bros. and then we're gonna talk about Twitch and then we're gonna be done. Um, unless there's something I'm missing that you guys want to discuss. Anything I'm missing in between that? No. Nope. Are we talking uh, about no. the Dragon Ball Z tra- trailer? Oh, oh no. yes. No, we have not talked about that yet. Uh, um, talk I, about the Dragon Ball Z trailer. Uh, you know, I got I got to be honest. I don't have too much to say about it. I just wanted to basically mention that, well, I didn't have anything to mention until Gabe and I talked about earlier in our Slack chat about, about the film. First of all, he and a few other people caught that Broly was in that trailer. I didn't even catch that. I was like, what? This is Broly's in this? It makes sense because, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, just, I'm excited for it, especially for where, I, where it's going to take place in the timeline. I just want to, I, I just, I, I think the animation in motion looks really cool, and I'm excited to see more of the transformations and the cool stuff. That's all. Gave anything to say. So what makes me excited about the animation is that it's the original creator, Akira Toriyama. Like, 
if you're going to move in with a new animation, it's better to you know, use the original creator because they tried that new animation in Super and some of it was iffy, some of it was really good, but those were pretty fun. Um, as Brandon said, Broly's in it, which if you're reading the Super Dragon Ball Super manga, you don't, Broly's nowhere to be seen right now. So that's what cool they introduced him. But again, I was also telling Brandon that it takes place <clears throat> um, 10 years after the events of Super, but it's still before the last episode of dragon ball z and we mm-hmm. know that in 10 years goku and vegeta aren't just gonna you know sit on their ass and not do anything so i want right. to and goku looks to be one of the main characters of this movie alongside his granddaughter pan who's growing up now and looks like she's about to go super saiyan and that yeah like, she's she's in it for like a snippet and everything's you can see energy rising so i want to see how they you know treat the original characters if pan's in it obviously gohan has to be in it and after dragon mm-hmm. ball super we, we're not going to see the gt gohan where he's just a scholar he actually starts training again but what everybody really wants to see is the other the two pinheads goten and trunks they haven't yeah. grown up at all since they came in dragon ball super they've stayed the same height and age um it's 10 years after we're gonna see if they're grown up or not so oh man it's goten goten was so weird because like at the end of Z, he looked like he was becoming kind of like almost like a mini Goku in terms of the fighting style, I guess. But oh, then GT, yeah. but then GT made him that he just was like, I don't want to fight anymore. I'm just gonna just just date a whole bunch of girls and not fight ever. Yeah, Speaking cool. of dating girls, is that lesbian girl Super Saiyan in it? You know the one who's named after. Kale? Don't say vegetable because they're all named after vegetables. Oh my god, I was going to cauliflower. Oh, cauliflower. Oh, ca- yeah, yeah, cauliflower the, and kale. One that doesn't shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. that one. I'm it's pretty sure they're lesbians. Yeah. No, they're not in it because it's not because they're from oh, a different thank universe. God, they suck so yeah. much. That's all I want to know. Do you say they suck so much? <laughs> yep. The most yeah. annoying characters in the world. Um, no, no, he's not wrong. <laughs> I I literally saw like one episode and I was like who watches this like bitch shut the fuck up okay uh what was next what was smash next? thank you Sore. Smash. yes it's um, on your shirt bro there was something in between that that i wanted to talk about but it's gone sora yeah season smash i'm so excited yes. i'm gonna play smash again for like a week it was awesome bro i got I, bro listen listen to me i got the keyblade right here man i'm ready to just to take people out like okay, but seriously, like Sora is like like easily my like most wanted like character for Smash for like the longest time. Um, I was totally I like work was slow. It was it was it was like so I just like snuck Don't away to watch the trailer. What's up? Don't snitch on yourself. No, work listen, was slow, listen. so I was in the break room <laughs> on the phone on company time. <laughs> Literally, and you but, hey, the mouse. Hey, the mouse already gave leeway to Smash for letting in Sora. What, what are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. Just don't let that mouse find you. Why would, the, why, would the, why would the mouse find me? The mouse has nothing to do. Because the mouse stretches everywhere. Oh, my for God. For all you know, the mouse can be in front of all our doors right now, listening like, these uh-huh. motherfuckers say some bad shit about Sora. I'm breaking I, in their house I have nothing bad to haven't you seen that episode with the Jonas Brothers and Mickey Mouse and South Park? <laughs> no, but I saw no. like them <laughs> reacting to it. They were not very happy about it. 
Oh really? Anyway, no. Like I'm, I'm very excited. I'm like Sora is his his move set is very faithful to his Kingdom Hearts one. He's got all them different costumes, man. Like from one, two, three, even Dream Drop and like a few other things. It's like really great. Um, the music. Wish it would have been some songs besides Kingdom Hearts one songs, but I'm happy with the ones that they did choose. Um, the Hollow Bash stage is great. Dives to the heart is great. Um, yeah, no, it's just I'm very happy that I'm very happy that he that he finally made it in that. I, th- I think that even for those who don't personally like Sora, um, I think it was a good way to end it because he's just, he was the most wanted character according to uh, Sakurai's poll. And just I like back in 2015. Yeah, exactly. It was, it's a crazy how we got from he- there to here, but here we are. He's finally in. Um, it's, it's, it's really cool. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, I don't like, I don't like the Hollow Bastion stage. I like the second part of the stage. The first one's kind of trash to me. Um, I, I don't care for Hollow Bastion. But, uh, you know, Square Enix, I was talking about how Square Enix now has the most representatives as a four. third party or company in a Smash with fours. Uh, Cloud, Sephiroth, Sora, and whoever else the person is. Oh, oh. Tra- uh, the hero. A-C-R-O. Hero. He's our hero. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've kicked your ass repeatedly with him. <laughs> Bro, I'm sorry. Okay. Spike Sora so many times. He also has like the simplest name. Hero. He like, doesn't even have a real name. It's not <laughs> like actually his real name is the Luminary, but that exactly. one is. Um yeah, super excited for Sora. He was one of my most wanted. I think this actually this DLC had some really great character choices for me personally. Um you know, Sora, Sephiroth, Joker, uh, 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 Byleth, um, everybody else was trash. Oh no, Banjo and Kazooie, everybody else was trash to me. Leave me alone. Don't write me. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Can't wait to play some Sora on October 18th. And tomorrow, October 8th, we're going to have Metroid Dread and the Nintendo Switch OLED version, um, which two of us are getting. I'm sure you can guess which two it is. Uh, and moving on, unless anyone has moving anything right else to say, we're going on. So the to... resident Smash guy doesn't get to talk about the DLC character. Go ahead, please. You're just gonna. Uh-huh. Brandon, why's your door just open? Oh, so I'm trying to get in. Probably a ghost. Don't worry about it. As as we've established in the Phasmophobia, I need ghosts. Don't bother me. <laughs> I need Kelly and Brandon to put backdrops <laughs> behind their chairs because way too many heart attacks oh, happening over here. Um. <sighs> I can't wait to kick Sora's ass on Smash. Um, everyone say you're welcome for my negativity. Bring him. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's re- I loved his his uh, I guess his intro video. It was it's very cool. one. We didn't see Mario die. Mario has died <laughs> no, way too many times. No, quite quite character. the opposite. He brought Mario back yeah. to life. <laughs> um, but it was you know again Sora. I didn't okay. I didn't have a requested character for this last one i mean after um i guess after sephiroth it's like i don't really care who else gets in but like the the you know the movie they put together for it was really nice you know sora wasn't there trying to prove his best or whatever he's just like hey i'm here let's keep the party going guys um it was really nice you know it was nice to see people on twitter finally be happy instead of bitching and moaning like they always do even though of course there was that one part like why Sora in it's like bro just get over it there's literally no one else you could have put in like they're not gonna put in Master Chief 
or the Doom guy. You got his me costume. Calm down. Um, I am, ha- I am, I am, I am happy that the uh, what's up? That's what? the already. Oh yeah, that's true. Representation. Yeah, Banjo and Steve. Count. Steve, uh, I'll, I'll count Steve only because Minecraft has been a PC thing for the longest. Look, and anytime that I shit at the bottom games, says Microsoft. I don't give a damn what it says. They ain't make the characters. It doesn't say oh. PlayStation. No, we don't need a PlayStation in there. PlayStation has it their own game, Microsoft. that all-star game. Um, <laughs> yeah, how that go? I actually forgot about it until I just mentioned it now. Um, but, <laughs> but then my favorite thing of the whole presentation was Never just mind. seeing Mr. Sakurai smiling and waving goodbye. I really yeah, feel like that, that was... man needs a rest. So, yeah, it's happy for you Sora people that finally have someone to get your ass beat with in Smash. I will see you in several of the arenas. Just there to kick your butt. Cool. See you yeah. on October 18th, game. <laughs> also, Sora's a clear copy of Hero. Sorry. Clear copy he, Hero. Moving right along. He's actually, you know... Uh... He's, he's more... He's here. If, if you had Hero, Link, and bayonetta have a baby it would be sora that's sora just yeah. based off the moveset a lot of his stuff seems kind of recycled from other characters but i yeah. won't go into that on this podcast um because i don't want to get yelled at but yeah i said it anyway <laughs> that's for all the haters uh, <laughs> okay. i'm sorry but his character is very very recycled though twitch just keeps fucking up i feel like every time we talk about twitch on this podcast they just fucked up some more uh <clears throat> source codes and creator payouts were leaked twitch took uh, a, a little bit of time to confirm it and then they did confirm that it was leaked and then we got to see all the money that we're not making on twitch that everybody else is making on twitch we also got to see the uh no poc or women on uh, pretty much uh very few poc and women at the top of that list of making you know millions of dollars um in a year or two uh with some twitch payouts and uh yeah it's been wild kelly you yes. probably know more about this than i do you want to talk about it um i mean you pretty much said everything um <clears throat> i think that twitch is changing people's stream keys for security um everyone should change their passwords and turn on two-factor authentication but yeah i mean um creator payouts and source codes were leaked. Um, That's been interesting to see online, all of the money that people are making. Um, I wondered how this might go. Like, are people gonna cancel their subs because they see that they're poor and they're paying people to be rich? Um, Like, I mean, I don't know. Like you're giving your money to someone who (laughs) makes like so much money, but that's how they made the money, I I don't know. Yeah, Kelly just said everybody's poor and we're all giving our money to rich people and that's why we're gonna stay poor yeah I mean you're gonna stay poor you got all those subs and they got millions of dollars and you got jack you got some fucking emotes that's it um yeah it was cool to see the payouts for like Tim the Tapman and Dr. Lupo because they switched to YouTube um so that was uh interesting like you left that much money I they must have been paying you ungodly. A lot, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. So just to dive into it a little bit more, um, there's an uh, article at PC Gamer that 
Twitch.com that says security experts aghast at the scale of Twitch hack. This is as bad as it could possibly be by uh, Andy Chalk. Um, and there's a quote here that says the first question everyone's mind has to be how on earth did someone exfiltrate 125 gigabytes of the most sensitive data imaginable without tripping a single alarm? There's going to be some very hard questions asked internally. And I think that's such a great fucking question like this is an amazon owned company at this point like how the fuck do you let someone take 125 gigabytes of secure data and nobody fucking knows like and it's it's it twitch is so big right like this is so many people that have been exposed like this is worse than the fucking e3 exposition where like all the games journalists oh, man, information that was like this is just regular ass people like this is crazy um uh, this article goes on to say whatever twitch was doing for application security they need to redouble their efforts anyone can now run statistic uh, static analysis interactive analysis fuzzing and any other application security testing tools twitch will need to push their application security to the next level finding and fixing vulnerabilities before anyone else can find them because obviously this was a thing you know the, one of the reasons we got these payouts is because people were able to just go right in after that um and just look at the amount of money and i do want to talk about the amount of money as well um <clears throat> Uh, there's another quote here that says that the it includes phishing to capture credentials and then moving laterally and es escalating privileges or disgruntled employee action. In fact, a phone speak phishing attack is how a Florida teen was able to hijack dozens of famous Twitter accounts and steal more than $117,000 in 2020. Um, it can lead to more secondary phishing campaigns, et cetera, et cetera. So Twitch did say that they were working extensively on trying to figure something out. Uh, do you guys think this is going to deter people from Twitch? No, like regular really. people? Regular people? Not streamers? Oh, re regular people that still don't stream? Because um... technically their information is exposed as well. Well, I mean, if you think about the information that you put into Twitch, it's like an email. You don't really use your name. I mean, you don't, I don't know what information they have. I mean, I hope that they wouldn't have your like payment information. Mm. That would be what I'd be concerned about, which I mean, I hope that that wouldn't be something. I think I use PayPal. So it's like Sybent or at least something else. It's just, I don't know what information they'll really get. Like I said, emails, your payouts from Twitch, but that's Twitch's information um normal people i don't know what other things you're putting in there really i mean i've had twitch for a few years now i don't i don't know i don't you don't put your address or anything it's pretty anonymous i guess it is kind of nice that they don't ever verify people's identities because they would need that info now they don't have it i mean i i don't stream personally and i have my own twitch account but i do go on and like purchase tokens for subs mm -hmm. etc so i know that that's there i am doing mm -hmm. that but uh, like like you mentioned like it's not try i'm doing it through paypal as well so i'm not yeah. keeping um, it but i'm assuming that some people might yeah. have card the thing information with on twitch there. is that there's been hate raids and stuff happening for a while because of course there are um but like, so the most recent, one of the most recent things were like these bot accounts that if you click the name to ban them, it was stealing your IP address. Yeah. So it was already, it was already bad. It was already yeah. like, that would be more of a breach of a security than, you know, Twitch, like a breach, but 
I guess if they have everyone's IP address, they would know where everyone lives. I don't know yeah. if that's logged on Twitch. Um, something like that would be a problem because then they could get your address. But you don't enter much personal information on Twitch in the first place, which is a blessing and a curse. So I do want to talk about what you talked about, which is do you think people will cancel their subscriptions uh, based on seeing the amount of money that all these uh, content creators are making? And you kind of answered it, but uh, Gabe and Brandon, I'm wondering how do you feel about that? No. I, I don't think I, it'll but, affect some. Yeah, I, go ahead. I Gabe. don't think at all because we, we go out to see movies. We buy people's music it's basically the same thing they're making tons of money and we make jack shit it's just we pay for what we like i don't think it's going to deter anyone it's like oh this person makes two million dollars and i you know that's five dollars a month is part of what i pay and like it yeah no i'm i'm i mostly agree with gabe like there are some people who are not going to see it that way and they'll be like oh man these people are filthy rich let me just get my money back like some people but, but it's not going to be the majority, I feel. I think most people are going to just sit, just sit, see like that and be like, eh, whatever. I, I, I subscribe because I like their content. Look, if you're making $2 million a year, you don't need my $5. I need it more than you do, so I'm taking it back. <laughs> like, it's that simple. I'm probably going to sound like a hater, but at this point, knowing that you're making that much... The thing not... is that your, your Twitch payout is not even all the money that you make. True. Like that's only for yeah. Twitch. So they're making more money than that. Then, yeah. You know, um, yeah. so that's something to think about. Like, um, what was it? XQC made $750,000 in a month. So he made more than that in a month. Mm-hmm. A month. Mm-hmm. A month. In a single but... month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was looking. But, you know, at... I, mm-hmm. Chitty streamers, they're really stealing the views. It's disgusting. And they <laughs> so that's actually uh, the next thing. I wanted to talk about um, $2.5 million to play video games and entertain people is a lot of money. And I wish that it was me. $9 million. Holy shit. I've, I've watched Critical Role before. I had no idea they were making $9 million. I know that it's like a set. I know it's a bunch of people yeah. there. Like, I know that they have a, an entire team that they're paying, but y'all are making $9 million fucking dollars. Like, holy shit uh anyway so there's an article that's still mind-boggling there's an article over here at kotaku.com titled only three percent of twitch's top earning streamers are women apparently according to the data breach uh from the twitch hack women in hot tubs are not stealing all the men's views (laughs) who fucking knew right this is news to all of us um yeah, that, that list just has a bunch of white men at the top. So um, how do we feel about the, the conversation that's happening now about, you know, the, the fact that women are, in fact, not stealing all the male views that all the men said they were stealing? Not surprised. Absolutely. No, at all. Not at all surprised. But what I am not really surprised, but just just baffled by is people saying that well, they make their money somewhere else. They make their money off of Twitch. Like, I'm pretty sure that a lot of these high-level female streamers, all three of them, don't have OnlyFans, guys. So they're not just making their money magically somewhere else. They're not breaking in $750,000 a month. Um, They're just not, you know, the money's not there. And if you even looked at their numbers, they were 
so much lower. I mean, if you look at the top 100, I think Pokemon is like 39. 39. Yeah. yeah. So they're not even in the top 30. Yep. And then there's three of them. Amarantha is 48th and Sintica, uh, a music streamer, is 71. There's three women in the top 100 and they're not even in the top 30 and they're so far spread apart. People no making, hot tub, yeah. ladies. Well, Amaranth. Oh, shit. She was <laughs> not... She's top 50. She's top 50. Not enough top hot tub, ladies. <laughs> That's the real issue. Honestly. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so there's clearly a huge disparity between the... <laughs> top earners on twitch and uh you know all the wonderful white males up there and everybody else who is uh, below them uh brandon gabe uh surprised not surprised how would you like to say anything to those shitty people who have been complaining this entire time about the women stealing twitch views uh whew, man uh yeah no not surprising what's that i just yeah. got you people to rob that's it <laughs> I love I love when people spew, spew these things that they just are so certain it's facts and then like literal data gets shoved in them and they have to like scramble to find new answers like what Kelly are we talking said about anti vax. I mean, basically. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, it's, it's it, I just find it hilarious. Like they like when like some people are just so. And they just do not want to be wrong so bad that they will just when 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 this stuff is put in front of them they will just they'll just either conjure stuff or they'll just like grasp at straws. It's just uh, whatever makes you happy, I guess. Except not because you're 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 harassing people. So fuck all of you. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon is the only woman of color up there. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's crazy because you know we added all these tags for discoverability and you know we have these 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 months where we highlight people it doesn't matter um, and i i also say this while also saying i'm not hating right like go make your money on twitch i think it's fucking awesome i've i've, I've actually seen some of these people like i've watched maximilian dude before i've seen asmund gold before because i've seen some of his final fantasy 14 shit right like i'm not a hater go make your money that's super cool for you continue to do you um but i i just wish that twitch did a better job at protecting people because i wonder now that it's affecting the people who are making all the white guys making the money are being affected now not just the marginalized groups so we'll see how much that helps um with twitch going forward because i specifically remember speaking of asmongold he didn't believe in the i think it was a twitch blackout day or something there was something that he was mm-hmm. like it doesn't make any sense i'm not going to participate and then i saw that he made two million 2.5 million dollars from 2019 and 2021 and i was like well that's a lot of fuck. he's not going to participate because he's making 2.5 million dollars like fuck totally makes sense now um so you know there's obviously the possibility of seeing where people's morals lie right like mm-hmm. i feel like if you're making 2.5 million dollars you can probably afford to not stream for a single day to help out smaller viewers but your prerogative you can do whatever you want your time your money your beliefs you can do whatever you want to do uh but once again now that i know how much they're making i feel like you know a day a week off twitch you'll be okay like you're not gonna fucking die especially because we also see how much you make in a single month and it's more than what a lot of people make 
in a month. So in a year. And in a fucking year. Yes. Thank you, Kelly, <laughs> for the correction. It's a it's it can be more than what people make in a year. So there I think is no excuse for anyone to not uh help smaller marginalized groups on Twitch uh through boycotts, through whatever, um, especially if you have the voice, because now I know how much you make. You can afford it. You can fucking afford it. Um, and with that, I have nothing else to say on the topic. I think we're good to go. Is there anything else you guys want to throw in there before we uh, wrap this bad boy up? No, uh, no, oh. not on this subject. Just uh, my friends in my power. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, my friends not. in my power. I saw that wonderful tweet that was like, it's uh, Kingdom Hearts. I saw that wonderful tweet that's like your friends. Um, oh, fuck, what was it? Your friends aren't uh, legally. My friends, able who, my friends to... who cannot appear for legal reasons are yes. my power. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not necessarily referring to Sorum, so I'm just saying my friends are my power. Yeah, I mean, y'all are my power. Oh, Remember. thanks, Brandon. <laughs> you guys helped me power through this shitty sickness. Yeah. There you go. See, friends are your power too. I'm so sorry for everyone listening to me sound on the FBF, but I'll be better next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't talk like that either <laughs> right. now that I've completely embarrassed myself I think I'm going to go ahead and say goodnight everybody goodnight, goodnight everybody, everybody.